Welcome everybody, come one, come all. What's up everyone? It's your man Simplifies. Um, this here is what we're going to be calling uh, Channel Probe, or as um, I like to say it, Anal Probe. Uh, where, we, where we probe, um, we go into a streamer's mind and what they're, how they, how they interact and, and, you know, just who they are as people. Sometimes we get stuck up and seeing these personas that we see online and we actually don't actually go in and like like get to know the people um my first and i'm very lucky to get this guest our first guest is uh blame the robot uh all one one word blame the robot blame is a freaking legend i'm so, we're so lucky to have him on um so we spent a whole lot of time just cutting it up, man. Just chewing the fat, as they say. Uh, it's been really cool to get into his mind. He, he goes, you, you'll hear it. I don't need to go on to it. But um, we're hoping to get this every single week for, uh, for, for, for streamers, just to get to know others and to break down barriers. And that's what we're here to do. Um, if you find this helpful, please make sure you retweet um, and, and share it around. It helps me. It helps the um, channel grow. And it just helps streaming in New Zealand and around the world better. If um, if you have any questions or you're even interested in um, um, a, any kind of streamer that you want to hear from or anything at all, just let us know. Drop me a line um, to provide NZ on Twitter. Um, but anyway, I hope you enjoy the interview. You will see how shit my mic is compared to um, Blames, but enjoy it like I did. I enjoyed making it all right hope you guys have a have a good one and we'll catch you later all right um on today's uh awesome amazing um podcast we're gonna call this past uh this uh, we're gonna call this podcast the channel probe but we're not gonna call it channel probe we're calling it the che anal probe and <laughs> today's guest, and I'm so happy and proud to have this dude on, is Blame the Robot. Blame, how are you, brother? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on, bud. Bro, like, I'm really in, excited in such, about this. I've been in real such hyped. a really kind of like early stage of my podcast to get somebody that you know I looked up to and then I, I've, I've seen for a long time doing some really great things. It's, oh, it's, dude, it's my you're giving, you're giving me far too much credit here, man. I'm, trying, I'm just trying to get in those DMs, brother. That's all. I'm trying. <laughs> just sliding in there. <laughs> so, Blame, bro, where yeah. are you from, brother? Where, where are you am from? I from? Oh, well, I hail from Ngati Kahanganuki, Heritonga, so I'm from the Hawke's Bay region. I grew yeah. up in uh, Hastings, man, which is wow. actually um, really cool because I found out not too long ago that old Squirt HD and I um, grew up in the same town. Yeah. yeah I was about no, to say blew my this mind. There's quite a few. Like I think um, there's a, a Whitey Massacres from um, the, the Hawks Bay oh, as well. Real? That, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah but and I, I how did up in Hastings? Yeah. And how did your love of um, video games start? Oh man. Um. So like I've been into video games ever since I was a little kid. Um. Like oh, it was one of the very few things my younger brother and I would like ever actually like agree on. You know, playing the old X Men versus Street Fighter or just street fighter and stuff like that so like 
since then it's it's just been like a a never-ending slope into geek culture and kind of just continuously playing games i love it i live i eat i sleep i breathe video games it's my jam what was your um what was your very first um memory of gaming ever oh man my first memory of gaming um well i i think like the the one that really stands out for me was back in the day well before uh any little kid really should i played resident evil one and for those of you uh, who may have played that game there is the first the first zombie you see there's like this real tense moment where you hear the like the the crackling the of it eating uh, a dead body um around the corner and you see the slow turn as one of the most terrifying things just turns into your face like looking back at it now like this is like um mid mid late 90s um yeah. no no actually Resident Evil 1 was like 91 or something like that like it was mid 90s uh, kids shouldn't be watching this I shouldn't have been playing this game but I was and it was the most horrific thing and like one of the first memories I ever had of like playing games man the worst is like the worst feeling right on that game and i haven't played that game for years yeah but it was like when you get your memory card and then oh man because i was <laughs> yo i was all about the resident evil life yeah, and man. the memory card my memory card like corrupted one time i was yeah. so pissed man oh no, me and my brother like we got our little pocket monies we put it together we went over to united video or video easy and we hired out a playstation you know we got dad hired it out and and the thing is is that when you were hiring out consoles the these consoles these classic playstation one consoles didn't have like memory cards or anything like or internal memories uh internal memory rather so like you either had to have your own memory card or you you played that game until you finished it because the moment you turned it off it's you're done you start again what was the what was the go-to rental game bro where like you oh. don't know what to you don't know what to select you know what i'm saying Dude. and you're like oh there's no new games out bro let's just get this game again right uh the street kids or the kids around um old cody street like we all got together um i'd hire out like x-men versus street fighter we'd all come back to mine get some fish and chips and just thrash it for the whole day were you arcade kid? Did you have any arcades at your ways? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, not in not in Hawks, well, not in Hastings, but we did have like uh, uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo set up at the uh, Aquatic Center um, down the shout road. Out. Shout, shout out, out to the, the shout out to the Aquatic Center. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was great. Yeah, so like we'd go for a swim, we'd uh, want to dry off, or like you know you'd be doing the thirty minute rule, so we'd have some fish and chips, and then maybe um, check out the Street Fighter Turbo. Um, and we'd have a go at it. I'd go like Ken and my brother would, um, puss out and be like Blanca. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, hold up. Hold up, buddy. Don't, don't, oh, yeah? don't oh, sleep yeah? on down Blanca. Light punch, down light punch. I've got some, I've got some, <laughs> Hey, I've got some skillful combos I need to show you, brother. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 So, um, man, that was me though. Arcades were my thing. Like, yeah. um, my mum, like for my for my birthday, well, you can in in Manurewa where I grew up, you could hire a whole a massive cabinet out for the night. Oh, oh man, it was like sixty That's bucks insane. a night. So, so what, like this was a full on arcade cabinet. Full they, on. Like, that, drop that bring it, it to your house. Or what? Yeah. 
and That's then they'd, um, they'd come and pick it up in the morning. So yeah. man, we would stay up and they'd drop it off at like 10 o'clock yeah. in the morning and they'd pick it back up at 10 o'clock. So me oh, and my crazy. mates, I used to, man, my garage on October 28th on my birthday, man, my <laughs> garage used to be the place to be. Bumping. <laughs> I was the most popular kid in the hood, man. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, like, you know, you charge a $10 door fee for that one, get them in. Yeah. Door jam. <laughs> like I, I remember like uh like before I can't even remember what it was, but when I was real young, there was also like a um uh video game service that kinda like, you know, Video Easy, United Video, Civic Video, all those all those long dead yeah. stores. Um there was one that actually like would drive to your place um and have like a, a van full of games and stuff like that. So you'd call yeah. them, you'd be like, I wanna hire this out, and they'd be like, Cool, sweet. They'll drive over, drop a Nintendo off, and then be like, Here's a whole bunch of games um go at it and we'll be back on like wednesday or something yeah, it was real cool it was real cool so so blame like i i yeah. understand like your background you've got a huge background in, in gaming but like mm. your voice and your character and your charisma is that a natural thing or was that like a did you work um, on that growing up or is it just well, you you know i was i was always a theater kid dude um i used to do a lot of like musical theater back in high school um as well as like even now every now and then when i when i see like auditions go up on uh uh, uh local theater here i'll be like you know what that sounds cool that sounds tight i've never done that before let's let's give it a go um so like I, I really feel like a lot of that um helps me out when whenever i'm on on camera because the thing is like i just love to talk dude I love um <laughs> I love to talk I love to perform and I think a lot of that really kind of um those those experiences I've had really show when I do it. Bro, you're good at it, bro. I'm just gonna put that out there. How many plays have you been in? Oh man, um quite a quite a few. I mean, again, like I say, it's like on only local theater. I mean, I've been in like a couple of movies as well, and I even oh, had like a short stint being like an extra on um on a tv series but i'm Ooh. not gonna tell you guys i'm not gonna tell you guys what it is because it's real <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> we'll get it out somehow brother and we're gonna it, i'm sure it's gonna, find be, it, I'm it's sure. Gonna, it's gonna be the blame meme of 2019 brother <laughs> we're gonna find it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did that end up being getting you into streaming um well here's the thing it's like um when i left high school you know, I was a little poor boy from the hood <laughs> and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew what I was passionate about. You know, I, I loved gaming. Um, not only that, but I loved geek culture as a whole. So when I left high school, I decided to go um, to try for like TV and film. You know, Wellington's big for like things like Weta, um, <clears throat> Parkour Post or uh, well, anything owned by Peter Jackson anything owned yeah. by peter jackson down here um so i really wanted to kind of like aspire to end up in one of those companies um so i learned like video post production at shout outs shout outs to nat cole um when i first moved here and of course i went to um it as it turns out the same film school as victory fist um wow. which was insane to realize um i was a few classes just before him um so yeah and taking that I decided to get into like uh, actual film. So I, I did motion graphics, uh, video editing. I freelanced for a while, um, even got to work at Weta for a bit. Awesome. Um, which was really cool back in all 2011. Um, and I was there for a few years. And then from then on, like I didn't know what to do with myself. And one thing I just knew 
is that again, I love video games. So if I could take, you know, what I do with video games, uh, so what I do at uh, like Witta and apply that to video games, well, I'll be real happy. And um, yeah, that's kind of where, where I started to take those first steps into like creating content or geek content for my uh, channel and the Blame the Robot brand cool bro and it is pretty it's really strong man i love like when i first came through and you know like i'm pretty new to the game i suppose and then like watching watching what you were doing and then seeing seeing the the production value of everything Mm. i I think that's probably for me one of the most like obvious things that anybody could take out of your channel it's just like how much you kind of put into the production value of things and yeah well i always feel like you you get what you put in um and if you're passionate about something it'll show Mm. um which is like a big thing for me like the thing is like you can talk about the quality of content of anybody's anybody's stuff but ultimately if the person themselves who are streaming aren't really feeling it then you know it's a whole lot of show and and no actual like meat (laughs) yeah so on your um like uh, as a streamer you probably figured it out by now what what are some of the games that what meshes well with your brand like like say for instance i wouldn't come to a uh a a blame the robot um stream and expect to see like you playing like sims like hard out like i I don't know you may have i don't know but um (laughs) what, what 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 have you identified as this is the game that I'm good at playing and uh, that I'm good at streaming, I should well, say. Well, I mean, that's the thing. And um, as like a variety streamer, there really there really isn't any one game I'm really good at. There are games that I keep coming back to, g- games that I keep playing. But um, to say that I'm like actually good at them is probably uh, uh, not, not true. <laughs> um, I've sunk a lot of hours into like Overwatch. Um... I used to play a lot of Payday back in the day. And when I was first starting out, one of my first channels, when I tried to um, start Blame the Robot, was a lot of Payday um, uh, content and stuff like that, which didn't really take off. But yeah, I mean, as a variety streamer, I just don't think there's any specific game that I'm well known for. I mean, there was a pretty long stint where I was um, like into the into the wrestling games, all WWE and stuff like that. But I don't really do that as um at all anymore, which is kind of a shame, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's the flavor of the month, you know. It's what oh, you're feeling at the time, no, you know. It's it's not exactly that. Like the reason I stopped doing um, WWE stuff is that it was it was it was so much work, so yeah. much work going into preparing the like schedules and creating characters. Like creating characters would take up to like maybe six hours per person if I was really into it yeah um and not only that but you know every now and then you get people who would be like my guy's losing way too much you've rigged it and i'm like no i'm just i'm just trying my best i'm just trying my best man (laughs) oh man i I ain't rigging anything because i remember because i do the wrestling thing and i remember um i asked you ages ago like talking like start of the year when i first started like how was it doing that and that's exactly what you told me you're like man it's just a lot of work yeah of work yeah, and a lot i think like one of the get- few things that i told you is like if if you can get a, get a crew to work together like a team yeah, of people right. or like a support system that will help you um develop the characters and and you kind of like looked at me and went nah i got it 
<laughs> you do, nailed man. it. You crushed it. You crushed <laughs> it, man. Oh, man. But, um, nah, man. It, one of the things that I really enjoy coming to your stream mm. is, is the Steven, Steven Universe stuff. Yeah. Um, I like, I was, again, theater kid. I was uh, real into my Disney when I was young, musicals um, and cartoons. And the, I suppose it's a little bit weird being like grown ass man who's really into his cartoons, but there's something that's to me um fundamentally just like remarkable about steven universe and like the messaging from that show is something that i really hope that like kids these days and hopefully even maybe one day my kids would be brought up on because mm. it's so wholesome dude it's um all about like you know self-acceptance and understanding that people are different but that doesn't make them any less and i i get so hyped up on it and the music's good <laughs> and the music's good and See um yeah, because see, bro, I I had no clue what Steven Universe yeah. was like, yeah. and then when I saw you, when I saw you streaming, I was like, that's pretty cool. And then I, I hit my my uh, my daughter up, and she's like, what? Dad, you don't know about Steven Universe? So we sat down and watched it. And I was like, yo, this is yeah. the jam, right? Here. Yeah, yeah, man, the music's yeah. great, um, and the creators behind it are really like just solid people. Like you know, there's a lot of gay positivity. Um, uh, body positivity and just like general acceptance of yeah the self as it were but so, dude, uh, it's like, real cool well, like when you're streaming let's get a little bit technical yeah. now oh, get a bit technical technical. let's get that technical uh, technical tim <laughs> is coming through <laughs> um what do you stream off bro are you a pc dude are you how's it how's your um, uh, workflow like the thing is is the benefit of being such an uh what i like to call a triple a top tier geek is that um odds are you have every console and i kind of do um xbox playstation pc i recently picked up a switch as well um so i've got them all but i primarily come back to pc just because it's it's easier <laughs> everything's yeah. there i can press buttons and not have to worry about like hooking things up into the back of my um computer or anything like that um but ultimately like um in any anything and everything for me it's more about the game than it is the console or um platform yeah and um what about um audio what what type of um audio kind of thing do you have Ooh. set up so i know you're now, a bit of a... now we're now we're talking um, yeah. so this is where it gets very interesting because um what I'm, I'm kind of like you know uh, i'm not exactly like a practice what you preach kind of person like fundamentally i will always say that it's up to it's about the streamer but Plane likes his toys, man. Plane oh, likes man. his toys. So I've got the um, Shure SM7B, which is an industry standard microphone. Essentially, it's used by uh, production companies, uh, bands themselves. I mean, I think like James Hetfield from Metallica like records all of his album vocals with it. Wow. Um, and it's hooked up to the Scarlett 2i4, which allows me to like hook up any other instrument that I've got on hand so if i want to plug my guitar in i can plug it in and then riff off a few chords if i want to play my piano i can put that in and they just play songs and generally just do all the dopey shit that i love to do yeah and like um is that going through that's going through a mixer and everything um the scarlet 2i4 is the mixer oh is the mixer okay got yeah, you. yeah yeah so it's, so it's just real handy yeah, oh, well, yeah it's, and it's, a, it's an interface but what made you what made you go okay i'm gonna is it just because you you just like gadgets that you wanted to go through a mixer and not a USB kind of a um, um, just Well, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I have I have a wide breadth of knowledge about 
not everything, but like some things. I'm like a jack of all trades, master of none. So I know enough to know like this is what I want, but I don't know why I need it. <laughs> so it's like I feel like there are a lot of bells and whistles on this thing that um I don't even begin to fathom. Like I could have probably have achieved a very similar setup to this for like half the price, but there's always like this niggling feeling or like this little this little nagging thing uh, in the back of my head, which is like, you know, if you buy that, you're future proofing yourself for like the next 10 years. So buy it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. This will sort me out for the next 10 years. Take my money. Turns out, <laughs> by the way, the shout outs to the rock shop. They still they're one of the few uh, companies that still do like laybys and stuff. So like, you know, oh, they do a couple. Hundred I didn't know that. Yeah, man. I paid yeah, off. I paid this all off in like four months. Oh, dope! And they like. So what about um? What about video blame? What What are you using for your your camera Ooh. setup? Um. So the camera, uh, it's uh, it's a Logitech C nine C ninety. I think it was. Oh, I've yeah. had it since I started. Like since the day that I decided that I was going to do a C nine twenty. I think it is. Yeah, the classic. Um, yeah. So since the day that I wanted to start um, streaming, had the same uh, webcam, and um, that's all I really use to capture the like this this gorgeous face <laughs> and what about um <laughs> broadcasting are you uh how do you <sighs> what what so software are you using oh, man i've i have the thing is like i'll i'm i'm a slave to my own mind dude like the minute that i think hey, you know what actually i need something that does this that achieves this does the tool set that i have uh, achieve that no okay um what does like what does achieve this so I started off way back when on OBS, not OBS Studio or Streamlabs. Mm. Um, I started off with the OG OBS. And from then on, I found that, um, uh, oh God, what did I jump from? OBS Studio worked a little bit better with the cup, with a bit of its functionality. And from then on, like slobs, slobs changed the game, dude. It's hard. Um, Streamlabs OBS changed the game in the way that we look at um, streaming software because one of the things that was a real big hindrance for a lot of streamers who were just starting out was the fact that you didn't know what half those settings did yeah. or how to optimize your stream. But um, Streamlabs OBS would look at your um, setup and go, okay, this is what you can realistically achieve. So I'm going to set myself to that. And you're going to do that, which made it so much easier. And the Man. fact that it integrates so very well with like uh, Streamlabs chatbot, which used to be like Ankbot, uh, makes yep. it just a go-to for anyone who's just starting out. Yeah. Um, that being said, since then, I've moved on to XSplit. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, that was a pretty um, interesting and um, hard decision to make because when I started, uh, when when I like set up slobs, it was perfect. It was everything I needed. A little bit too grunty on my CPU and GPU, but otherwise, perfect. It integrated wow. so well. But there's just a couple of things that XSplit does that I think is just real neat. Now, I'm not sure. What, what do you use, man? I'm on Streamlabs. Uh, I use Streamlabs to... Um, I le oh, sorry, I use Streamlabs to yeah. stream. And then I use um, OBS Studio to record if I need to record stuff. Okay, so like um, one of the things that I think is real cool about your stream is like you've got like um, little kind of splash screens when you change uh cameras right you got yeah. a little kind of video that plays like yeah. how how what kind of functionality is that like that how did you set that up um well whose interview is this blame just want to <laughs> uh, 
So um, <clears throat> I just cut a video together with um, with Premiere and After Effects mm. and yeah, yeah, yeah. got got a got a Gotta MP4 get them video sorted. Copilot tutorials. Yep. No, no, I've been. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm a bit no, of a geek when it comes to this stuff. That's, yeah. that's what I like. Started off learning. Oh yeah, like, everybody does. Yeah. Yeah, skills Kramer. by YouTube. Shout outs to Andrew Kramer, man. That guy has started off so many stream careers, and he doesn't even know. <laughs> and then, um, <clears throat> yeah, and then I create this small little thing, and then I put it in under the uh, in the stingers, and then away I go, pretty much. Oh, so um, um, OBS Studio also has stingers. Yeah, 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 and so yeah, um, yeah, yeah they it's all weird, have. Because like OBS Studios is the um, kind of like the granddaddy to slobs. Yeah, I mean Streamlabs bought the um, bought the program off of them, and then, or rather, I don't think they brought it, did they? Because um, it was an open uh, open broad it was shareware or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty but much, anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, a lot of faff over there. But um, yeah, so xsplit also has this this kind of functionality but they do all of the um conversion for you okay so you don't have to worry about the fact that it has like um like you're worrying about alpha channels or the fact that you have to oh. like um export it like as avi which oh, turns out to be like huge video files you don't yeah. have to worry about that at all and it's and yeah. it's real good so i, mean, I just yeah I there's other ways well. you can go about that you know you can mm you can um, set it to set a little video to start at the, when you open a, a scene or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, there are a lot of workarounds, but this one kind of just really worked for me. And of mm. course, like XSplit really helps me out because it actually locally streams both from, um, to like Twitch and Mixer as well, or YouTube or Facebook or wherever you want to send it. All right. You bro. just connect it to XSplit and bang, you're away. Yeah. Okay, bro. We're going to get into our qu first question. Yeah. All right, the question. And we kind <laughs> we of did start it this interview. It's like, come on, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> come on, buddy. We got, we, we got bills to pay here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so first one, we've kind of already answered this, but if you can go yeah. in a little bit uh, deeper, if you, if you feel, like what changed yeah. you from being a viewer of a stream to actually going and picking your nuts up and going, you know what? I'm going to fucking do. I'm just going to well, be. A I mean, this is this is the interesting thing is because like, um, like you know, my brother and I played games a lot when we were kids, but that didn't exactly set me off on, um, deciding to like stream or anything like that. It's not what started it. Hmm. Um, what what started it is that I watched a, a stream called Two Best Friends Play. I'm not sure if you're familiar with these guys. Nah, man. Really cool, dudes. really cool dudes. So these dudes were, um, as, as the title says, two best friends who uh, just played games together. And they developed like a series of games where they kind of just sit down, chop the footage up into a whole bunch of like funny ass segments and then upload them. But then they did this um, kind of walkthrough series where they played Resident Evil 2, arguably like my favorite Resident Evil game. Same. And they knew so much about the development cycle for this. Like they'd go, they'd, they'd perfectly run through the um, the first part to get to like the Kendo gun shop and stuff like that. They'd, they'd absolutely nail that part without getting bitten by a single zombie, which to like may not mean a lot to a lot of people, but to people who were in the know of that game, there was a specific path that you had to follow to nail that. And seeing someone like absolutely crush it, you're like, yeah, that's a real fan. That's a real fan right there. And then they'd start talking about how like Shinji Mikami like spent all night uh, developing this scene here or this person worked tirelessly themselves to develop these cutscenes. i'm like they know wow. so much and not only that but how they're talking makes me feel like i'm on the couch there with them 
Mm. Like I'm, I'm just one of their mates hanging out with them and they're just talking about things they love. You know, I want that. Yeah, dude. And I realized that, dude, I, I, I could be that kind of person. I could develop that kind of content. So yeah, I, I just kind of set myself up, um, set up a computer that could handle it, got my old uh, Logitech C920 and then head at it and kind of started off. Does it, was there any like, um, like once you started going, was there any type of, was there any New Zealand streamers or anything, nah. any person that you well, still I mean, hang with? Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the, the crazy thing is like, um, I, I say nah, but the thing is like, they, they were, but before like the NZ streams community, which is set up by like, you know, Kitty Chaos and all that, um, all that crew before that, like we were, we existed, but we were all very scattered. We didn't know about each other. Mm. Like it was insane. I was following Leaping Tiger um, during a stream one day, and they were like, "Who are we gonna raid?" Oh, look, King Cruzon. Let's go raid him. And I sat there. I'm like, "Wait, this guy's a Kiwi too." I yeah. love his content. That and was like this. This was the first time that I decided that. Well, I'm actually gonna be like a, a viewer as well. I'm gonna yeah. sit here and like talk to this guy, get to know this person. And like he and I have become like real tight. We're, we're really good mates now. Um, and like anytime I go up to Auckland, I'm going to knock on this guy's door and be like, dude, come on. What are we doing? Are we going out? Let's go out. Let's yeah, go. Crew was the crew. first crew was the first guy that I even saw that was a Kiwi. Yeah. Uh, like I went on Twitch just to see what, what it was all about. And then, yeah. I dropped in a stream and like we're talking a lot a while ago too like yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I was just like wow this yeah exactly I had the same kind of feelings that you had I was like wow like somebody our, my first thing was like what our internet can handle like streaming that was the first thing that went through my head like really like we have good enough internet to do that yeah, and yeah, yeah. I remember watching crew and then just being like far out man this dude's got some cool ass beats yeah. And, and then, and because I thought it was a radio show, I was like yeah, watching no, the dude, and I was like, "Yo, is this like a radio show?" On, he's he's got his theme nailed down, man. Yeah, I this honestly guy. thought it was a radio show. I was like, "Yo, is this like some kind of radio show that you can think of?" But nah, man. And then he just started jamming games, and I was like, "Wow, this is yeah. cool." And what was kind of crazy is that um, when you know, as I was talking to him, he was like, "Hey, blame the robot. How's it going? How's your day?" Um, and he started interacting with me um, in very much the same way that I kind of felt like, you know, that I'd hope that the two best friends would uh, interact yeah. with me. And like from then, I kind of started to um, uh, learn to like actually live almost by his um, by his influence, if that if that makes sense. Yep. Like uh, he yeah, treated me that way, and that's that became like the the building blocks of how I treat anybody else like if someone comes up to me and says hey i've got this question about streaming or something like that answer them if you no um, not to do you ever do you ever catch yourself like well while a stream do you ever catch yourself going like inside internally you're like man that's something that i'm pretty sure that's something that um crew said at one time or that's the way that crew would crew would treat somebody ah uh, that's that's a tricky thing that's a tricky thing because like um streaming has been around for a while it's only in the recent like few years that it's gone massive yeah but um streaming's been around for a while and i always feel like if i think that i'm the first streamer to ever do something 
I'm wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. Nah, no, no, <laughs> not. No, um, I mean, like, I, I mean, in terms of like, in terms of just saying something, and you're like, man, I know why I said something like that because that's the way oh, that crew would yeah. treat. Yeah, not like, are you copying any of a shit? Like, oh, like yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like for real. Like, are you like? Is there any time you're like, man, I felt like I felt like I was a, I, I, I paid homage to the man right there. You know what nah, I'm saying? he and I have both become crotchety old bastards, so <laughs> not so much anymore. <laughs> oh man, I love talking to him, man. He's so <laughs> he's, he's real cool, man. He's he's a real cool dude. He reminds me of like one of those uncles that at the barbecue you just got the hate on everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's just yeah, like, yeah, ah, yeah. it's bloody didn't didn't cook the sausages probably fucking <laughs> like, you know he's the man though. I love it's, him. It's like he's it's like he's right here. It's like Shout out, Kinker. Shout out. And me and him have this thing about raw fish. Like, uh, whenever I have some raw fish, I've told him many a time, bro. I was like, cuz, you need to come out south. I know where all the raw fish places are. But (laughs) in saying that, the best raw fish I've ever had in my life is from Wellington, man. On Cuba Street? Yeah. Cuba Street, man. The fisheries on Cuba Street? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like a little, like, Czechoslovakian lady. Is this the one that's uh, kind of around the corner next to the old, um, uh, next to the old, um, Vic? Is it Vic that's there? That's, uh, across the road from, um, Heaven's Pizza. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I know the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's by itself, bro. Shout outs to this little little chicken's barking lady. Yo, can make (laughs) raw fish like one of them old aunties from, from Samoa, bro. And uh, yeah. (laughs) Oh man. But no, shout outs to King Crew. Like I catch myself sometimes. <clears throat> like I catch myself and, and I get a lot of, oh, I don't get a lot of, I won't say a lot, but a lot of times people kind of like my sense of humor is very similar to um, prolent. So they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, sometimes I'll say something. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what prolent said the other night. <laughs> like I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's about the same, but just worded differently. So, and I, I, I say that to him all the time anyway. So yeah, man, no, I but, mean, like, you know, it's, it's inspiration. And I'm sure, yeah. like, he's real flattered by that kind of stuff as well. Oh, he I mean, will Prolin, be, Prolin's a real cool dude as well. Oh, yeah. And, I, man, I just locked him in. He's, he's, I'm going to interview him soon, too. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I've, I've promised him many things, and I, nice. and I hope. And I won't nice, deliver I? on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, man, like, so <clears throat> has, has streaming changed you, man, as a person? Like, is it, like, positively or negatively? Has it actually, have you noticed yourself from when you started to now? Have you noticed that it's changed you? Yeah, I think I think it has, and in both ways actually. Like yeah. one of the big things that I'll, I'll say that it actually benefited me, um, and I can't really talk about what I do for my job, mm. but ultimately streaming is actually what got me the job. Uh, when I wow. walked into my first interview uh, with the company that I work for, I actually had links to my um, channels, uh, the kind of Yo. content that I was um, developing. And I even put in front of them a bunch of stuff that I'd done for like Armageddon. This is um, pre like all the Omen stuff that I've been doing recently. Yeah. Um, and it was it was real cool because they were real uh, receptive to it. So like ultimately, I feel like um, streaming as a whole can be used um, as a tool to help you get like places in the workplace. Because like you got to think of like all the stuff that you're doing, man. You're doing scheduling. You're doing um entertaining interviews um being able to like present in front of an audience there are a lot of skills that you're developing that i don't even think people realize they're developing and it's really cool um and of course you know not only that but i've met so many cool people um while doing streaming 
Um, I've met other streamers from all over New Zealand, from the States, Australia, people overseas that I can now like comfortably say they're my friends. Yeah. And like whenever a game comes out, I've always got people to play with. And that's that's a real cool feeling, man. Um, yeah. It's it's really yeah, man, I'm totally on that. Like Yeah. What about confidence wise? Were you are you I suppose you were always a confidence dude uh, confident um, dude with Well, I mean with, that's uh, that's kind of the interesting thing is like um being like a uh, a geeky kid or a little nerd boy in the nine, mid to late nineties wasn't exactly a, a safe yeah. occupation as it were. So Yo. I was like the subject of um, a lot of bullying uh, back in high school. Straight uh, up. Not only that, but even like before then I got bull bullied a lot as a kid, but Hey, guess what? When you stream um, and kind of put yourself out there, you know, it attracts a lot of people who are exactly the same as you. Yeah. You know, who love, who share the same passions, who love the same things, who are all about what you're about. And it's just really cool getting to like meet those people as, as friends. But as I said, there are also like the cons to being a streamer. Now, yeah. the thing is, and I'm sure that you can agree with this, but like what people see when you finish, a sh when you, when you stream is only the tip of the iceberg of the yeah. work that you put in to do it. You know, whenever I'm not streaming, I'm thinking about, oh, what should, what's going to be my, what's going to be my schedule for this week? What am I going to do? What content do, am I going to stream? How, how well did I do? Like, did people love it when I played like Spyro or, or when I was playing like this game? Yeah. Did they enjoy it? I don't know. Oh, and then you kind of really get up in your own head, which is, it's, it's a dangerous place to be, especially for your like self-confidence and stuff like that. And of course, like it kind of makes buying games real hard um i don't think it's like uh like super secret knowledge that one of the really cool things about being a streamer in new zealand is that most games we get it first mm. we are normally the first people who are able to stream any given game that's why people do like um people over in like uh america get the old vpn so they can play destiny 2 on launch day our time or they can play like Sea of Thieves or, or all of these other games. And that's like, that is one of the major benefits of, of being a streamer here in New Zealand. But also it puts a lot of pressure on you. Like yeah. I can't, I can't always do like midnight streams for like 12 hours. Yeah. That's, it's, it's tricky, man. Man, I talked to, and, um, I, sorry to interrupt. I talked to no, um, all good, man. Sam about that. Yeah. Cause he did, uh, Victory Fist did the old um, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, man, and he absolutely crushed it. Right, he killed it. But then, yeah. like, he told me, like, he was like, yo, it was great, but when you look back at it, it's probably the worst thing I could have done. And I was like, why is that? And he's like, now everybody comes to my streams because they think I'm going to be the pirate guy. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you know I mean, I mean, that's kind of the other the other um, problem that you run into a lot of the times when, you're, when you stream is that uh, getting into locked into a certain niche uh, for things gets problematic too but yeah. like so the like poor that's, dude that's was like, why i got, a, yeah. got out of like wrestling and stuff like that yeah and i'm man i'm finding that at the moment like i'm getting a lot of oh i like his channel yeah i like his channel but i'm not really into wrestling too much yeah. but uh yeah it's a it's a fine balance right but anyway so well, i mean the, the Oh, yeah. go, go for it. Yeah, go the, for the, it. Sorry. Uh, first first interview we've got to, we're trying to sort out. <laughs> but <laughs> I good, think man. um positives, man, like going back to positives, 
it's really weird. Like, uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought up that thing about finding, like, not, f- uh, I know it's going to sound really pathetic, but like finding friends, you know, like finding, yeah, finding people that are interested in the same things that you are. Because there ain't nothing pathetic about making a friend. No, but I'm saying, no, the, the words yeah, that came yeah, out yeah. of my mouth, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, finding friends. So soft. <laughs> you find a friends, man. So, like, um, but no, like, um, I used to before I streamed, and I know this interview is about you, um, but I'm gonna oh, no, I'm man. gonna interject here, man. Before before streaming, man, I used to be like, I used to look on TV, and you know, you had two two like friends, and man, how come I don't have somebody like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> how come I don't have someone to just drink beers with and just like oh, chill? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, all of my, my mate, where's my Monica and Chandler, huh? damn straight where's my friend's crew where's my where's my where's my uh, joey you know what i'm saying and then um well i mean i think in this like situation you you might be the joey uh, i might no, okay. i'm more of a chandler it's fine but the dinosaurs <laughs> i'm more of a chandler let's be honest here yeah. <laughs> but um what i'm saying is that like yeah. you know you don't because you know when you the people that you grow up in high school and shit like they go like they, they might go yeah. to australia a lot of them go to australia a lot of them go everywhere else you'll still keep in contact with them but they're not like yeah. available all the time but say like i've got a yeah, scatter uh, across the planet. yeah bro and the negatives bro i'm, I'm so with that on like, anything else that we've that you've um you can ping on negatives or Ooh, the one big one and this is the mind killer dude this is the this is the one that gets literally anybody. And if you think you're immune to this, you're not. You're not. But the numbers. Oh. Getting freighting about the analytics. And the thing is, is that this can be a really helpful tool um, to help any streamer develop goals. But when you become so obsessed with it, it could be mind shattering, dude. I've been there. There have been moments where I've... Um, and like i feel a bit ashamed to admit this but like where i've had friends in the past who started streaming and then they really take it off um take off in it like um actually i think it's it's probably like beneficial that i tell this story but um uh, a really good friend of mine pixel crashes um started streaming um like a year and a bit after i did and the thing is is that he we'd talk to each other and i'd be like yeah this is what you do this is how you set yourself up and the guy just blew up. And this is, um, Ben is an amazing person um, over in uh, the UK, I believe. But he just blew up. And then as I saw him doing this, I start to think to myself, well, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Or, you know, you start to kind of pick apart, like, what's what are the fundamental different things that I'm doing uh, differently to him? Well, no, we're both doing this. Um, I feel like we both got uh, personality and all that. Well, is it just me then? Am I the problem? And the thing is, is that if you fret about these numbers, this is exactly the kind of mindset you're going to end up in. And, and it's a dangerous thing. And I feel like it's it's just the best thing that I could say about that kind of thing is just to manage your expectations. It's okay to be about the numbers, but just know what you're getting into uh, when you do it. Because, yeah, like it can be quite, it can be quite, um, a dangerous um mindset to get into okay bro so like when you think about it we're like we talked about like why do they quit why do people are like you know like what are some negative things yeah but when we look at the streamers bro why why do so many of them just give up bro do you, do you have any idea oh, okay so this is this is something that i've noticed a lot more now um 
than in the past. And it's, it's a really worrying trend as things grow up. Like um, streaming becomes really, since Slobs has released, streaming has become incredibly accessible. Yeah, It's very easy to hit a button and just start streaming. And a lot of people um, kind of who aren't prepared for the almost responsibility of it all um, or obligation that you set yourself up to, uh, they burn out, dude. Yeah. Like they, they, they just find themselves unprepared. Like the thing is like, even this could have even happened to me. I want to talk to you really quickly about my first experience when I streamed, I streamed, I streamed, um, on the Xbox one, I streamed, uh, what is it? Goat simulator. Yeah. And on my very first stream, my very first stream, I got up to about 90 viewers. Wow. Yeah. So imagine that being your very first stream. Do you (laughs) assume that that's like the norm? Like, do you that's think like, like that's, that's like that's losing? That's like losing your virginity to like <laughs> the, the, the sexiest girl in school. Like brother. Scarlett Johansson just rocks up and she's like, "Hey, you, pants down." She's probably she no, was in Wellington though. She was right. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, okay, I, I, I put that out there. It's, it's more of a possibility <laughs> for you than it is for me because yeah. I'm in Auckland. So well, so so anyway, the thing is, is like I. I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. All I have to do is stream from this point to this point. Cause this is, you know, we think about like the optimal, um, the optimal time to uh, stream, but not only that, but we realized that very early on that, well, the longer I stream, the more viewers I'll get or the, mu- the more, um, the more people will be able to, the easier I will be to find um, for these people. So you end up doing things that are, that the human body just can't handle or your mind can't handle. You stream for like 12 hours or 10 hours and you keep doing this. Now, there's nothing wrong with a 12 year old, uh, 12 year old stream, uh, a, t- a 12 hour stream. There's nothing wrong with a 12 hour stream, but not every day. Yeah. You just can't keep that up. And I think like a lot of people don't realize the, the mental toll that they're putting on themselves. Yeah. And, and when they set themselves like unrealistic unreal, long-term schedules and like stream times, it eventually they just break because that's what human bodies do. We, we aren't designed to be able to keep this up for as long as we do. Yeah. And yeah, so we, we kind of burn out. I recently, sorry, I recently, um, I recently watched um, a video of a streamer that I follow, an American dude, and he was crying because he had gotten, like I said earlier, he'd gotten caught up in the numbers and that he wasn't performing and that this year he had, he hadn't grown as much as that he, that he hoped that he would. Um, and he had smashed his TV. He'd like stood on his Xbox and he'd broken almost all of the uh, tools that he'd gotten um, to do this thing. And he was in tears because he instantly regretted it. But it was just like this kind of like weird fit of insanity that he'd gone through. And he was like, I can't do it anymore. I, I just can't do it. And like, that's something that I'm afraid for a lot of people mm. that, you know, even sometimes, even myself, man, even myself, I'm like, every now and then I'll have that n- little nagging feeling in the back that I'm, I'm like, eventually I'm just going to quit. And just not, not, so, yeah. not even just mental health, like physical health, health too. Yeah, man. Like you have a stand up this, right? Yeah. Bro, yeah, that's yeah. pretty choice, bro. Like I know that's Yeah, totally... I mean it wasn't it wasn't so much of a like a 
like lux thing that i wanted to throw down for like i did it for my my health man like yeah. i can't sit it down at a desk for like uh 10 hours plus i mean i'm, I'm nearly 30 years old boss <laughs> uh, i'm getting on i'm getting on uh, halfway there for moldy life expectancy everybody uh, uh, <laughs> shout outs to colonization all right yeah so um yeah and another thing that kind of uh why i feel like so many streamers end up quitting as well is that um they don't learn to like avoid the drama of it all yeah. um, social media is such an open platform for us to express ourselves share our views and talk to people our audience as well as potential brands who you know might want to sponsor us at some point but if we keep fighting each other or getting into like massive like snide comments on on twitter or like just anything that starts drama and then kind of becoming embroiled with that especially if you get to the point where you start using like your um like I find like a lot of people end up like rallying their fan base, even if it's inadvertently. Yeah. I've seen so many cases on Twitter where like someone said this and now their fans are angry at this person. They're getting doxxed. They're getting like bombarded with hate mail and stuff like that. Just, just wow. tearing the person down. And one thing that's kind of really rough for streamers is that your physical appearance can be used as ammunition against yourself, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not a skinny boy, and believe me, the internet's let me know that plenty of times. Mm, fuck. <laughs> well, like, I mean, but, um, yeah. this is why, I mean, this is why I kind of, it's not the main reason, but it's one of the reasons why I wanted to, why I started this podcast. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it is quite segregated, and, you mm. know, uh, and whatever reasons, but, you know, it does get, not awkward, but I mean... I'm the type of dude that just likes everybody and uh, I'm yeah there's no I don't have time I think once you get to a certain age in life you're just like you know what this just takes too much effort to be to hate yeah. someone <laughs> like it just takes yeah, too much yeah. effort and too much time and so like um yeah I, I mean and we're all in the same walker together man like at the, yeah. at the end of the yeah, day man. And, um, yeah and I I remember I heard this um I don't even remember where I heard it but it was like uh, all or the sorry, the high tide raises all boats. So if if yeah. one person is is successful, we're all going to be successful. And that's how I kind yeah. of want to. That's why I'm doing this thing is to to hear people hear your perspective on things. But the drama stuff and and my take on social media is this: is there's only a few people that I've seen, and you're one of them too. That I use social media. Social media doesn't use me. And you're yeah. the same too, because you just you get on there, you tweet what you have to, you'll you'll say a couple things. If you like something, you'll like it, and then that's it. Mm. Like I'm not going to let well, it I mean, kind of take yeah, it on my life. Things like that's not that's not a place for my dramas to hang uh, hang out. You know? Yeah. Like um like the thing is, again, people people are watching. That's the thing about social media. People are always watching. Yep. So you got to I'm always watching Wazowski. Always watch. So true. So it's it's yeah. So you got to just be aware of that as well. Um, which kind of I guess like leads into um uh, another thing as well that kind of becomes a bit problematic um, for streamers and why like I've seen people quit is that um you know they get 
they feel the sense of ownership over their audience. Ah, yes. Now, here's here's the thing: is like um, like collaboration, especially in this day and age as well, is that collaboration, networking are one of the most powerful tools that a streamer can have. And when you do this, there's this um, cross pollination of like your audiences. So like if you and I co-stream, there's a good chance that some of my followers are going to follow you. Some of your followers might follow me. And you got to be happy with that. Because if you start thinking, well, this person's spending more uh, time in this person's chat. Or, you know, why hasn't this person been in my stream? Oh, they're over there. And like, uh, yeah, temporizers chat. <clears throat> then you start to like build this like bad blood that doesn't exist. Yeah. Raw, it's not a thing. Or, or rather, you know, it's... And then there are other people who do exactly the same thing, you know? Or, or rather, who do it on purpose. I think, like... Which if, is also problematic. If you, if you break that down, that issue right there, if you break that down mm. to the most purest form, I think that comes yeah. all the way down to self-confidence. Yeah. Because if yeah. you're not confident in your own... Like, say, for instance, me and you, right? Like, it's not, yeah. but if me and you were sharing, you know... It, it, it seemed like somebody else like, Hey, you spent more time in, in, in blame stream than you, you did in mine. It shows to me, like if you break it down that I am not confident in my own stream to be like, uh, you know, like I just have to improve and you yeah. know, bring them back. And it's not a, it's not a tug of war at all, but I'm saying yeah, if, I was, if I'm absolutely a hundred percent positive in the, and in, in the work that I've put in into that stream, yeah. then, then, if you want to go over if if one day you want to eat chocolate ice cream and the next day you want hokey pokey then that's cool you want to taste of that melt in your mouth caramel right here i'm fine i'm fine with that (laughs) you know but it doesn't go into my mouth like i'm not eating the ice cream you know (laughs) it's you but it's true like as the viewer if you if you if you want to fill your cup with such like some blame yeah if you want to Yo, this could, yeah. someone could fucking soundbite this shit with me. But if you <laughs> if you want a piece Fill of cup want, some blame, if you want a big big piece of uh, blame cake, <laughs> or you want some supervisor, you want some prawning, or you want some yeah. whatever, that's totally yeah, up to you. It, and it doesn't, yeah, it shouldn't affect me because I'm confident in what I've what I've made, how I've made my cake. Exactly, and it's exactly like you said earlier, man. It's like we're all in this together. Yeah, like all of us, all these New Zealand streamers, yeah, Polynesian white Maori, all of us. Troy Bolton said it, man. We're all in this together, brother. <laughs> wow. So hope that hope you enjoyed that. That was some um, quite insightful stuff. Blame has a wealth of knowledge, and it's great that I have and we have the opportunity to to listen to the bro. But honestly, like, please stick around. Next week we'll be having another discussion with Blame around. Um, monetizing your channel and how to monetize it. What's a, what, what are etiquette ways to, to, to find ways to earn money for your channel and just making things a job. We also talk about, we go a little bit deeper too. And it, it, next week has the best conversation around. We do quick fire questions and man, the, the answers this bro comes up with is amazing. Uh, again, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for coming through to the channel. I really appreciate it. Um, the growth of this uh, podcast is directly um, at you guys. So with any kind of retweets or anything at all, please help the brother out. Um, 
hit me up on Twitter if you have any questions, uh, TimprovisedNZ. But, like, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody that's already shown so much love to this channel. And, um, yeah, and we'll see you on Monday for another um, stream pie and then on Wednesday for uh, Channel Probe. So thank you so much and have a good week. Catch you later.